Okay. Is our sound clean here? Are we gonna be more wholesome? Uh, I also bong. I tested positive for Omicron. I hope you guys don't mind. Um, it's just a cold. We're fine. <laughs> okay. okay, sounds good. Coming to you live from the heartland, the only wooded place in this desolate desert, Boise, Idaho, the Northwest's worst kept secret as Californians rush the borders. Here we are, four conservative straight men ready to bring you the hottest takes of the season. Your host, Ben. Hey, what's up? How you doing, man? Alvin. It's Alvin. Special guest, Justin. She. And last but not least, Boise legend, synonymous with the man who stole your girlfriend, Patrick. <laughs> what's up, guys? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Damn. Was that for me? Mm-hmm. Okay, I hope so. Okay, so. And anybody else listening? Yeah, all 140 of you. Do, uh, we had new people popping up in Utah. I'm assuming that's my uh, good buddy down there. You know who you are, and I love you, and you're a god. So she, she. Um, so we were Is just it? talking about Elon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's on right now. Oh, shout out! Listening. Shout out! Ed. Shout out! Wait, he's uh, listening right now? Oh, this is live? No, 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 he listens a lot, though. We have to edit, bro. I mean, the amount of times <laughs> but For sure. We were literally just previous to this talking about Elon. Mm-hmm. And I still can't tell if you're joking, Patrick. Um, Patrick said, what was it? Babylon B? The Babylon B led Elon Musk to Jesus Christ. Mm. That's hard to believe just because I know the Babylon isn't, Bee isn't is a satirical like a, newspaper. Yeah. No, no, they're like actually Christian. No, no, I know they are, but they, they're yeah. like super satirical. You know what I mean? Like they're always like making satirical headlines and whatnot. Huh. Yeah, so that's that's how they write their stories. But like at the core, they're very Christian conservative. Well, I, I could kind of tell because they're always like sh- memeing on like ultra libs. Yep. That's, that's, yeah, that's yeah. That's so, cool, do bro. we want to pull up that clip? Do we have a clip? Uh, or, Jamie, you want to check that out? Yeah, Jamie. We're wondering if you could do us a quick solid and accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. <laughs> but hey, if, um, you know, if, if, if Jesus is, is uh, saving people, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't stand in his way. You know, like, they'll be sure. I'll be saved. Why not? Like also, a, his uh, his commentary on the Build Back Better bill, he's like, this, this <laughs> yeah. can't work. He's like, uh, well, there, there's he's some like, good things in there. Yeah. He's like, like don't you think retarded. you'd use money that's earmarked for R&D? He's like, no. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. Good. Okay. This quote. Wokeness wants to make comedy illegal. Do we want a humorless society that is simply rife with condemnation and hate? At its heart, wokeness is divisive, exclusionary, and hateful. It basically gives mean people a shield to be cruel, harbored, uh, and false virtue. I did see that. So Honestly, good. like, I feel like he's coming out of the woodwork. It was a 50-50 split a couple of years ago, what, like, whether he was evil in my mind or just, like, you know, because, like, he has so much power. That's pretty scary how much power he has. Oh, yeah. But, For like, sure. Recently, like... He's like the modern-day Batman. <laughs> Actually, though, I can kind of see him becoming a. Or some people say like Tony Stark. 
There you go. Yeah, literally. He's yeah. like Iron Man. Iron Man. I mean, he makes rockets, you know? It's not too far off, but... Yeah. That's so cool. Okay. Oh, speaking of cool. Sorry. This is... If you didn't know, yeah. this is a super ADHD podcast. Oh, oh absolutely. I love it. No, we'll popcorn I, shit all the time. of fun times, I met Patrick for the first time downtown last night at the Mode Lounge. Which yeah. is not a gay bar, despite what it sounds. It's actually kind of like a 1920s it's style. super straight. Yeah, yeah, it's very straight, I'd say. It, but anyway. Only good vibes at the mode. How, how was last night? What, I was what, off a couple. Yeah, what was your perception? You know, you were you were on some. Dude, no other word but just vibing. <laughs> just Yeah, we had a good in, time. Walk in, or eating pizza. Like Sammy, the bartender, time. was giving us some free drinks. Did she uh, actually? Yeah. Uh, yeah. At least she gave me a free drink. I, I did get one from her. Okay, yeah. or maybe she forgot to put on my tab. I don't know. And then I and then I walked out because I was Dude. like, "Yeah, we made some new friends. Danced with uh, this guy named I think his name is Rico. Yeah, or something. Guy. Yeah, the sixty three year old black dude. Yeah, he was just he was, dude. That guy was goaded. He was yeah. Like, he vibe, he's bro. like full on tux. And he's like, paint the picture. London for hat. Yeah. So London hat, Brit style hat. Um, like wool gold like, chain, gold chain, but like wool suit. Yep. Like yeah. 70s style. Uh, he's from Chicago. From Chicago. He's got yeah. a little soul, like R&B soul. I was going to guess Midwest. I don't know why I thought like St. Louis right off rip. Yeah, yeah no, so he was he, yeah, straight up, yeah. straight up vibe. The dude, but no, him and I, him and I connected it. on a real level. Yeah. The whole time. I you he kept, talking for a while. Yeah, he kept coming over. He's like, hey, New York, because I had my, uh, my oh. Yankees hat. And I think I, well, he had a few drinks and, uh, you know, I, uh, started talking to my New York accent he's, uh, he's all like, Oh, what part of New York are you from? I lived in Brooklyn. I was like, yeah, I lived in the, uh, meat packing district over there. And he's like, Oh, I know exactly where that is. My friend Vinny lived right down the street. And I was like, my name's Vincent. And then he goes, uh, well, why don't you come out here and dance with us? So went out there and dance, you know, we bumped and grind on a few ladies. We had a good time. Uh, the, the it was huge. such a good time, but, uh, Anyway, yeah, it was it was a good vibe down there. Yeah, yeah. So I started talking to him in New York. A lot of fun. Accent, the drinks were flowing, the food was good, flowing. and the ladies kept bussing, dude. Yeah, well, there's, that, that might have been working for you. I was so, there's some nice honeys down there. Sausage fest. I think Patrick and I were just sucking each other off. <laughs> oh oh my god, sure. each other up. Absolutely, that that unbroken eye contact. Oh yeah. The way we locked it. In, oh dude. You know, we took a shot eye to eye, and it was probably the most magical thing that's ever happened. Man, maybe Doing you guys were at the bro. mode. Doing it with my bro. The balcony, actually. <laughs> yeah. Oh, bro. Some, <laughs> some gay shit. Happened. You ever see that Key and Peele skit? Doing you you see Key and Peele? Yeah, of course. Okay, so you know the Key and Peele skit where they're hula hooping in their bedroom, but you don't know it the whole time, and it just looks like they're doing the the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> You're probably gonna cut this out. Huh? No, I mean, <laughs> no, dude. He's like, we're live. <laughs> but they're like making eye contact, or like, at least one of them wants to make eye contact. He's like, doing it with my bro, <laughs> doing it with my bro. Enjoying every second of that's how it was with me. It was just like it, full on doing it with your bro. But no, yeah. To be real, last night was uh, I don't know about me. I'll speak for myself. I felt like it yeah. was like dad mode. As the white girls say, I he was the last DD night was dad. a movie. <laughs> you what? Last, last night was a movie. Say last night was a movie. It was a mute. You got to add the Y in there. Yeah, no overnight for sure, but. Okay. Wait. Yeah. So. So what was so what was like your experience? So we met at the mode. We all met at the mode. Yeah. It's kind of oh, where we all yeah. collabed. But you were somewhere else beforehand. 
And then you'd walk there. Yeah. 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 Where did you come from? You're at Cactus, right? No, I was at. <laughs> I felt like I he came skiing. out of the ground. And there was like <laughs> fog all around him. Oh no, dude! I'm literally it's like demon not, spawn. It's like so, Nazi yeah. zombies. <laughs> he just comes from the fetch zombies. me their souls. <laughs> no, I I literally was skiing up until I arrived oh, at the bar. So did I you was arrive musty. in with your skis? Like, did you? Ski they were in the car down from the they mountain. Were in the car. They, they were they in the went car. downtown from the mountain. Oh, okay. So did you ski down the mountain into downtown? Like, is that how? Oh, you got dude! To the bar? I threw this sick grind on top of a uh metro bus dude so sick caused a crash like he 18 also, fatalities yeah. no problem oh wait that was you skiing down from zion national oh yeah dude i took a drop I off mean, the not, zion building bro sorry, we're firing but no <laughs> oh god um hit off the blunt there nah dude water down the wrong <laughs> anyway pipe, your bro. your experience at the mud yeah so <laughs> We're really we're just tightening up the mic real quick. Um, first of all, I've never been there. I thought it was pretty good, you know, mm-hmm. cool, cool ambiance. I will say, the only thing I could think is if I owned a bar that was 1920s themed, I would do better. Yeah. Well, and I I was just I raised my finger because I had a point too. That's the busiest I've ever seen the mode. Yeah, with like it was like packed. It was, you guys are was, living under a rock. <laughs> The busiest like I've ever been. My name is Patrick, the... but you guys are the real Patrick stars. Oh my god, seriously, dude, I, dude! I've never seen the mode. The that mode busy. is such a vibe. We've always. been to the mode. It was not that busy. It's a vibe always, but it no, but we it was to like the mode on like a Monday night one time. No, we at bruh. like seven p.m. Uh, bruh, are you kidding? Yes. No, well, that's like where we go for our drinks first time, first stop. We don't even go to Cactus and get the f- cheap drinks because at Cactus they only do cash only. It's so freaking gay. I'm like, you guys accept Ethereum? They're like, no. Damn. Like, they don't accept. <laughs> I tried paying them. I'm trying to live in. I'm trying they to live in 2035. They didn't right? want your board ape yacht club, bro. No, dude, that's their loss. That shit's no. worth like five hundred thousand. Yeah, I could have. Yeah, gotten like five beers. Speaking yeah. of which, do you guys actually think NFTs are like a real thing? Because like right now they're obviously hyped, but it doesn't seem to me like there's any inherent sure, this value. Guy. He, he's doing a whole NFT project. I made well, a few, I'm doing I've, an NFT project I've too, to, but like, I've I don't think it's. That's all we're gonna talk about the project that I'm working on. That's literally all that we're gonna say. I'm working on an NFT project, but that's literally all I can say. That's all you can say. I mean, but that's all you should. Outside say. Outside of that, uh, I absolutely, I absolutely believe with every part of my being that in the next five to ten years, uh, the value of NFTs will go times a thousand do you have like any sort of like what's the indicators that you think are signifying that that will happen um well i I personally have not i i don't know as much about nfts as um i mean there's so much that you can learn what side of you are are you doing the art side or the development side so i'm an artist okay um but i'm so I'm I'm executing on that, but I'm also doing research on on you the know as many fronts. Yeah, exactly. Okay. But uh, you asked, what did you ask? You asked, why do I? Yeah, like what indicators do you see to back up the claim that you yeah. think they're going to you know exponentially grow like that? Uh, well, first off, um, because they're part of the blockchain, I. Uh, you know, we, you know, we've been talking about cryptocurrency for we meaning like the, like global, like global economy, global economy for quite a bit of time now. And, you know, it's been a thing for about 10 years. Yeah. Um, 
And so I think the fact that NFTs are on the blockchain, specifically uh, the largest percentage of NFTs being on the Ethereum blockchain gives it credit credibility in and of itself. But bro, I can go down a laundry list of massive companies that are investing not just millions, but billions of, well, actually just millions. Sorry. Uh, that trillions. Was stupid. Can you cut that out? That was no, really dumb. No, no, that stays. Trillions. Okay. But literally investing millions of dollars into NFT get projects. Billions. Okay, uh, so right. I'm on OpenSeas every night. I'm looking I? for a project to get into. Yeah. Um, this right here is something I'm trying to make for our clothing brand. I want to have a NFT project that goes along with it. Yeah. Nice. But the, even with trying to create it, in my mind, it's like I want to hop in on the hype while it's still there. But I like what's the inherent value? Obviously, some NFTs have great features like appreciation or like dividends. Yeah. And some of them are like exclusive clubs where you get invites to like. There's NFTs with dividends. So yeah. you can. That's a thing. Here's yeah. the thing about some NFTs. of them literally like mint money. As long as you hold it, they mint small amounts of currency. Hmm. Like a carried interest. The thing about NFTs like that you have, to, you have to understand is it's not just a JPEG or a piece of art. It also can be anything else you want it to be on the back end. Yeah. Um, like smart contracts. You can literally use it for real estate. You can convert it into physical real estate. Um, Wait, like how? Break that down because turning something digital into something physical. It's all about the coding. So every so you have the you have the NFT. Yeah. But then every NFT also holds its own coding data. Yeah, which is the blockchain. Which yeah, which is part of the blockchain. But you also can attach, literally, like, fuck. You can you can literally attach, like, let's say you're going to a Red Sox game. Yeah. You go to a Red Sox uh, game. You're. I guarantee in the next five years the tickets will, the be, tickets NFTs. will be NFTs. We were just and, talking about and, that. The and other you day. can you can literally buy these NFTs. And then there'll be a collectible, you know, in 10 years. Mm -hmm. Yeah, But here's the thing is like, if everything's becoming NFTs, doesn't that kind of water down the market and make it so like, it's like Pokemon cards. Not at all. They're not rare. Not well, at all. Do you collect your old, you know, tickets when you go to a game now? I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. I do it for like so posterity, but think, I would never yeah. think that selling that would be worth think it. Think about well, it this and way. So hold on. So I, I do want to play to this point of, when we talk about investing, it's not true investing to buy something in speculation that it's just you're hoping somebody wants to buy it for more than what you bought it for. And so... Isn't one that of, the exact definition of investing? No. Investing, it carries interest and you want it to cash flow. Mm -hmm. You want it to pay you while you hold it. Okay. So, yeah, I'm, so. Saying, I'm saying it's speculation to buy something and hoping that when, you, when it comes time to sell it, someone's willing to pay more than what you bought it for. For instance, you're not going to sell a nice Rolex watch to just anyone. You're going to want to sell it to somebody that appreciates the watch, right? Same kind of thing with NFTs, so to speak, but carry on. Yeah. But I, I think I think a lot of people get stuck in the fact of like, uh, at least with cryptos and everything, they just want to buy stuff and then in hopes that it they can sell it at this marker one day. Yeah. And, and I mean, rightfully so, right? But when you invest in a 401k or a retirement or any, or a stock or something, if it pays a dividend, it can pay you that, right? So, What features are you going for on your NFT? Because I know like a lot of them have like exclusive clubs you can get into, exclusive events for only owners. Like, 
are you going for? Because there are some NFTs where it's dead ass, just a JPEG attached to a yeah. blockchain. Well, that's, I think that's cool in the, in the fact of going to the event. I don't know somebody that would want to buy that afterward. Well, the ticket well, would be an NFT. In no, but think about this. Yeah, I know, it's like if you own a piece of art that is an NFT, think of it as like a, uh, country club membership or something like for some people that is the value of it is exclusivity and you get exclusive events and maybe that's what makes it worth their while but mm -hmm. there are others where it's like more financially advantageous where it's like oh yeah you'll get paid out dividends or something so like i think all of them have different features but some of them quite possibly most nfts have no features and it's literally just a piece of artwork thrown onto the blockchain so what I was going to say earlier, I think you asked me why um, I can't exactly how you phrase the question, but basically you asked like, like how to substantiate your claim. Yeah. Basically. So <clears throat> for example, uh, NASDAQ uh, is the one who predicted in the next five to 10 years, uh, NFTs will times a thousand in value. And the reason why I read a little bit more on this uh, article, the reason why uh, is because, I mean, there's a ton of reasons, but one of them being is that a lot like when Web 1.0 came out, uh, web 3.0 web, web is coming out and, and there's a very similar response to what's happening, like with the metaverse and do you think um, that's going to take off? Because that do. to me seems like. Well, let's I, I let's do. let's talk on let's talk on. I that think as actually so, good people who know how to function in yeah, real society, yeah. like try being like, oh yeah, I don't want to live my whole life on a fake reality. <laughs> yeah, totally, like that sound. The only people who I can picture getting into that are neck bearded well, like fatsos. Well, also, but we're going to be working with people nowadays where it's like the workplace, your workplace. We're in such a digital economy now, so your own to go to work will be in the metaverse like you know, like you'll literally be chatting with your co-workers in the metaverse and, it, it, and it will yeah. get to that point yeah. technically yeah. we already are if you use yeah. slack or anything but like can i don't I, can i continue like yeah can I sorry like i said <laughs> this is you ADHD said this is ADHD. i'm freaking out right now because i'm like i didn't finish what i was about to say uh but the so ba basically i don't know all of the numbers as I prefaced before saying this, I don't know as much as, um, I, I don't know that much, but what I do know is that a very, very small percentage of the global population right now, um, is successfully using NFTs. Mm. Um, and there is prediction that I think right now we're at like, it's like less than 1% like way less than one person actually i think it's like a hundredth of a percent um of like our um capacity so mm. it's like you know in the next five to ten years there's like this whole spread of the population around the earth that's predicted to get into the nft space so basically and we're literally NFT like literacy goes up and people start to fully yep. understand what the technology is capable but of. But that's going to take a long time. Like well, even still, this conversation right now, even this conversation right now, this is like, like less than 1% of the global 
global population's knowledge. It is interesting, though, because, like, I don't know if you've ever looked into the actual, like, art industry, like, the people who buy, like, Monet's and Manet's and, like, all these really expensive paintings and how billionaires basically use it as, like, tax write-offs and how trading art is almost exclusively, like... There's a pretty good video I watched the other day basically explaining how the whole thing is kind of just a scam propped up by people who own large quantities of like, so what I'm basically what I'm getting around to is it will be interesting to see how the classical like art community, the people who buy like original Banksy's and shit from like yep. Christie's and, you yeah. know, Sotheby's how those people interact with NFTs, because I feel like in their minds, they're going to treat it just like any other art. I feel mm-hmm. like it's a completely different like demographic though at this point because the mm-hmm. people that are buying NFTs right now are very very young. I feel like compared to billionaires mm-hmm. buying this high level art and that kind of thing. Um, also, one other point about usable NFTs: uh, love them or hate them. I've watched quite a bit of Gary V. It's kind of interesting. He's like a good in for like NFTs. Honestly, and stuff. right now I feel like he has yeah. quite the edge. So yeah. I listened to quite a few of his podcasts, but he's doing like a conference that's like I don't know, it's like V Fest or something like that. But um, the tickets for it are NFTs, and they're like, mm-hmm. there's a bunch of different NFTs, and these NFTs, like, give you certain access to certain activities at the conference. So, like, one will be, like, uh, th- uh, some NFT, and then it's, like, you can spend a certain amount of time with Gary V, like, yeah. o- outside of the conference, yeah. or, you, you know, you do these certain things based on the NFT that you buy, and you already have this NFT that you've been to the conference, and it gives you something, and it's your ticket. And so, yeah. I mean, I think... I think that he's doing that right. Correct me if I'm yeah. wrong. But no, he totally. is. Yeah. yeah, and he's uh, kind of the front runner yeah. in, in, a, in a lot of those trends with everything social media. Yeah. You know, he predicted it. CryptoPunks too. I think when it like first dropped, didn't he tell like a bunch of yeah. his influencer he, he had, friends? He to had buy like them. like a hundred person Zoom call, and he's like, "Buy this shit right now." Have you guys been on the app Clubhouse? Mm-mm. Um. Gary, like Gary V's Discord? always Gary V's always on there. It's basically kind of like a Discord, but it's I don't know. It's kind of a new and trending. But like we could start a room right now, and like random people join in. Oh, it's so kinda cool. what was it? House party? Do you remember yeah. back in house the day party. when house party was the shit? Is this like is the, like a global house party, dude. We should low key do that and tonight. It, and it's kind of cool. I, I don't know. I've been on a few times, but anyway. I, it sounds I, like NFTs illegal. isn't my. Th- it, it's not my thing. I know. I know enough about it. I'm entrepreneurial enough to research and dive into this stuff but i mean do you own any i'm so well, nfts yeah uh no i made a few though i sold three oh. on the ethereum network but with nice. the gas charges and, and the charges and everything i sold them on rareable and i i mean i barely made any money I'm what not, did you sell i'm not a known artist i went on the ipad and i have my little apple pen and i like sketched out a few things on what app and so um procreate it was procreate yeah nice yeah Oh, so, I do. I what I have using. a couple. I want to. Re- I want to release a whole collection. You should, I, I recommend. <laughs> I recommend people just like, and this is how I think. Just about kind of anything in life is like. I always want to be somebody that does do a hundred percent. But sometimes I know about myself. I won't start something, if I, if I don't do it at a hundred percent. But half the battle is just starting it. Yeah. Well, uh, that was the case with even this podcast yeah you know what i mean you just (laughs) once we bought everything we're like shit maybe we should like actually i think sometimes what we think is a hundred percent in our mind at the beginning is actually like 30 percent. yeah and there's so much more that we don't know well because honestly that first step even feels like a hundred percent 
before you take the first step and right. then you realize that that first step was just the first step. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Oh, that's interesting. Um, well, I want to build something really quickly. NFTs. So mm. most NFTs are in the Ethereum blockchain, right? There's so, a lot on Solana too, right? I've never heard of that. Yeah. 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 Solana is XRP. One. But does that mean that Ethereum is going to be the better Bitcoin? Like I think Bitcoin's out, honestly. Dude, I, I don't, I'm curious what you think. Yeah. I, I've always thought I'm like big Bitcoin is it's it's almost iconic because it is the first one. Right. And so people are like, that's one of those things when I was talking about earlier, it's it's speculation. Yeah. It's you're betting it's you're betting that it's just gonna go up. It, and it doesn't do a whole lot for you with smart contracts wise versus like the Ethereum blockchain. How Ethereum's not at like ten K or <sighs> I don't know. It's actually been going uh, yeah. down. Like I'm in Ethereum. Yeah, I know. It's been going yeah. down. Recently. I know. It's been like, going. Yeah. Way it down. is predict, predicted sucks. to go up to a hundred and even two hundred thousand really? in the next year. Okay. In yeah. the next year. In the next year. Oh, shit, yeah. That's my whole. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what I heard last. I might be completely wrong. Speculation. They said 10k by. Well, don't quote the me. Thing. They said 10k by 2022. That's the other thing that's kind of hard to like gauge. Is so many of the people pushing crypto are oh, like wait, snake are we talking oil about Ethereum or Ethereum. Yeah, Okay, Ethereum. I meant Bitcoin. Sorry, oh. Bitcoin. I'm like Jesus. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not like, Ethereum. No, put no, my no. savings account in it. Yeah, seriously, I was no, like, dang, are no, we getting everybody invest in Ethereum right now? <laughs> yeah. No, don't invest until. No, you know what I, you know what I think is uh, you were about to say something. We're ADHD. I know. I have no idea what I was saying. <laughs> Let me know when you remember. Uh, It'll come but, back to me when I'm trying to sleep. Tonight. Yeah, we'll we'll circle back to. I'll it. just call you in the middle of the night. Hey, I remembered what I was. We'll touch say. base. Yeah. Um, is that all we're touching? Or <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Jesus. Oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> Frick. See, I totally forgot what I was about to say. Damn it. It's like it's the, the dominoes Eber. are going down now, bro. Seriously. It's, I, I forgot. Uh, I'm, just forgot. Gonna, I'm just going to tape my my mouth shut. Oh, yeah, shut the <laughs> well, fuck up. Um, I'll keep going on the Bitcoin Ethereum <laughs> thing. Um, I feel like Bitcoin's just like, it's it's just built around hype and not usability. It's it, You're betting. Well, you know, when I feel like a, Elon was but saying, you can use Ethereum to buy NFTs, which is like was, something that's like yeah. very particular and it's like a market. Elon yes. was also saying that the reason he believes in Doge, and I don't even know if this is just shit he was saying because he wanted to pump and dump it, is pump because it. like their like their platform is more built out than other cryptos. But, mm. you know, I feel like this is becoming an uh, investing. Are you are you bull okay. are you bullish on Doge? No, I don't own any. Uh, I, I, were I have Doge. I'm bullish on it. I don't I'm think it's done. Shiba. No, you I'm know what's actually kind of sick? I own a lot Dude, of Shiba. Shiba. I own four million. Something about Stop. Shiba, man. Four million. Um, um, what I was going to say, though, I think uh, this is what I remembered I was going to say. I think that something that the uh, blockchain space is teaching us as a race, as a human race, is that money is all perception. Mm-hmm. And that like, the value that we put like on currency and things like that is all, it's all well, perception. Okay. Also, like if I say I was trying to pitch a crypto to you and I was like, it's, con it's controlled by one, one institution. They print as much as they want whenever they want. They set the interest rates. They set everything. All the parameters are set by them and you have no control over any of it. Would mm. you buy that crypto? 
Probably well, not. No. That's the U.S. dollar. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's the universal world currency, and I think that's kind of a dangerous game. What the USD? I mean, it's obviously stable right now, but long term, you know, like no, dude. Honestly, are move if to you look at Ethereum our if you look at our debt ceiling right now, yeah. like in the next probably ten to twenty years, we're gonna have n- our money is gonna be worth nothing. So yeah. anybody who has money in their savings account right now is losing hell of money, six percent every year. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a lot, especially if you. Have, I don't I don't carry money in my savings. I have my emergency fund in my savings, but that's in a money market account. Yeah, no, Even I then, I mean, oh, I have bad, my it's better than having it stored. I have my emergency funds in cocaine because hey, really, you're like Pablo no. Escobar. Wait. <laughs> oh, what? What? Never mind. I thought you're being serious. Yeah, no, I just have a stash of like ten thousand dollars worth of cocaine. And if and when the shit hits the fan, I know everyone's going to be wanting to smoke. You're not that. wrong, though. That's probably more honestly stable than probably the, US the most dollar. stable. <laughs> yeah, the I I would think straight from Mexico is too. probably more stable. Uh, You're stimulating the Mexican economy. Bro. It's Colombian, actually. I hate to say it. Oh my god. Also, potentially weird thing here. Why the hell doesn't America just annex all of the like South America and North America? Like Canada could be North Montana. Mexico know, could be South Mexico. Dude, we don't want that though. At least honest. down to the that. Panama we need Canal. To, we need to first establish, you know, Republican states and Democratic states. We need to have like a. We're having issues as it is right now. Yeah, but literally. We're not yeah. Try I, to I don't think we want to add family. the. Yeah, we're having right. some. But I'm saying issues. it's like. And also, you're gonna mix in cultures. You're gonna have half the U.S. speaking Spanish at that point. Or French. Yeah. If like we like we we're not even Canada, we're not even gonna know what each other's saying, dude. Yeah. Cool and then, and then Did we you expect just say half people? the country would be speaking Mexican. I said Spanish. Okay, it is already. Bro. Your brain just went there. Like, yeah, your brain. That's all right. I, I, I know all, that's I'm all correct. you, Ben. I've seen this dude when he's losing bad yeah. Yeah, in ben. gambling. I know what words come out of his mouth, bro. It's <laughs> <laughs> it ain't good. Scare money, don't make money. <laughs> <laughs> he kept saying that and then losing like another <laughs> oh forty dollars. Yeah, I think I took a good like thirty bucks from you. Hey, come on. But not about Dude, it. I'm all That's about fine. like just speaking on gambling and we're talking <laughs> about Bitcoin, so it is gambling. <laughs> yeah, gamble, gamble. We're not yeah. off topic here. But I think I don't even know what I'm fucking saying. <laughs> but um that was the scared life. money don't make money. And when you have a gambling night, just prepare to lose. But here, you're having fun with your bros. But that's, that's the thing. Care. And here's the thing, money it's comes like, and goes. What are you going to pay Dude, $20 okay. to Money bowl? comes and goes. I can always make more of it. Before you go into the gambling match yes see i don't gamble do you call it match do you call matches the game the game (laughs) okay i'm sorry this is this is very y'all call it the game i call it the grind um all right yeah before you go you just ask yourself how much am i willing to lose well that's why i i if i'm up i'll take everything that i bought into the game with and pull it out I always and throw it in my pocket so i'm only gambling with money that i've made i do 200 bucks minimum Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, I'm like, I'm but, like uh, I say, I you say, just do look, 200? honestly, I, say, I <laughs> we should I say, podcast the gambling night. I say, I say, look, I I'm either quarters. gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna gamble this 200. If I lose it, I lose it. If I get more, or whatever. But I'm playing with 200 bucks. Even if the game, if the match is like a 20 dollar buy in, I'm like, bro, I'm bring cash on deck. Cash Are on you gonna deck? bring 120 dollars of quarters for AC Ducey night? Yeah. I got my quarters on me right now, dog. No, you do. I do. Wait, do you seriously? Yeah. 
He's ready for anything. Oh, Did you bring some swim trunks oh, too? Oh. Yeah. Were they in this your middle pocket? For Is that what I saw? <laughs> <laughs> you know it. Bro. Do you have a condom in your wallet? Like fifty dollars hey. worth of quarters. He's got the condom yeah. ring in his. Do you wallet. have a condom in your wallet? Uh, I have to check. But. So he didn't come prep for everything. No, but he came prep for damn near. Everything for sure. Well, what's cool is we have plenty of CDs to snort your cocaine off of. That's true. That's facts. Yeah. Um, but that's also God. my emergency fund. I'm not really, you know, I'm not, you're a cool <laughs> guy, but I'm not willing to. Break How many that CDs out do you think yet. you're you you guys got? Uh, my dad. So my dad thinks that they're gonna. He he's been a record collector for years, and I think he thinks that the same thing's gonna happen for CDs. So for he's CDs. been buying them up for like a dollar twenty five cents a piece at thrift shops. There, I would not be surprised if he has like twenty there, or thirty thousand CDs. There are in our thousands. House. Oh, at least yeah. And he's still my got dad. A, he has still has twenty thousand records. Or he something. still has a room. It's, you haven't seen it, but. That's for another time. You probably won't. That's like the inner sanctum. That's, That's like his. the we trust. I'm lucky you. enough. I'm fortunate enough I to see seen it. That. No, you have. But I barely day. got You're access. Not on that level yet with my dad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, one day, one day. It's like inner, inner sanctuary. Yeah, it's well, like the holy of holies of our house. You know. I mean, that's one form of investing, though. It's no, not, no, no, no. Like, not, not an it's NFT. an asset class, dude. It's, Collectibles it's, it's are an asset class. It is. It is. Oh, I, absolutely. I, I, I invest in sports cards. My dad keeps talking about how he wants to sell off all his records. I'm like, no, I want them. <laughs> now is not the time to. You do not want to They're, sell them. It's right. a super valuable asset well, right now. Well, you know, by, know, Biden, by Biden's fourth be. year, you know, we'll be eating rice and beans, beans and rice, like old Dave <laughs> Ramsey says. And, you know, people might have to, you know, record players will be a currency. Yeah. For sure, bro. Well, no, if we're eating beans and rice, I'd guess that the luxury... Like, how many people do you know who would be buying, like, $10,000 record? The rich people. Yeah, well, fair enough. Because they're buying them for Dude, less than Dude, are what you kidding? Worth. Yeah, they're literally developing digital land right now. I know. And yeah. building digital mansions. What? And putting NFTs. You know why we're doing the digital? Thought. You know why we're doing the digital? Because through COVID, the last 18 months, commercial real estate took a shit I in the saw. whole U.S., the whole U.S. Uh, not in Idaho. There's an not in Idaho. <laughs> not in Idaho, but the Seriously. whole U.S. There's an NFT project where they have the virtual city of Dubai, and I thought about buying an apartment yep. virtually in yeah. the Burj Khalifa. What? What? Uh, <laughs> just for God. the fun. What should we buy just to troll the world? Honestly, I think we need to just come up with the dumbest NFT ever i want to and just get it overhyped as hell like i'm talking like bananas with hats on it or like and some of the hats are condoms some of the hats have googly eyes on them like just a fucking banana or a cucumber and then just like yo have you seen have you seen the phallic cucumber nft collection bro this shit's gonna be hype it's the next board eight yacht club bro (laughs) i mean Okay. <laughs> I don't know where to I'm go off saying, that. I feel like, no, 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 I feel like half of the NFT community as of right now is almost buying I things like, because of the meme value of it. I No, I completely agree with you. I mean, the amount of meme pages everybody follows on Instagram, the iconic memes that come up throughout the years. I think like, I also think like iconic vines, like when vine was a thing, would yeah. be would make great NFTs. Yeah. Well, you know they're making NFTs out of tweets, like original tweets. Yeah, I saw that Kanye West one. And what, yeah. what 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 was that? What did he say? Dude, what did he I, tweet? It was I like, would buy the I four Gore one for <laughs> as my whole life savings. <laughs> but I think also like I I mean NFT games, 
like crypto gaming, like Captain Fantastic. Oh, actually though, no, like you know what's lit? Like one NFT that I'm looking at buying, you purchase NFT horses, and you can breed these NFT horses, and they have like. <laughs> They have like world. they have like purebred horses that are like and it's all blockchain and whatnot. But essentially then you race them. So it's like the Belmont stakes and yeah. stuff virtually because yeah. I have real friends who like own real game. horses who have won yeah. yeah you know Belmont stakes and the preakness. Well, you know what you can do? Here here's here's what's really cool about uh and we can dive into the conversation about metaverse too if you want, but uh the NFT space and the metaverse space, like when they start coming together, like you can buy an NFT to play in the metaverse, like within that game. So like, let's say Board Ape Yacht Club, they start a game, um, uh, which they've already like started. But if you go like in the metaverse and there's like, say there's like a, there's a yacht club there. And yeah. You can like go hang out, you know, but you go hang out as the, nft that you bought so you're mm. like you know board ape number 11 so or it's like webkins yeah yep and then damn webkins was ahead of the game bro yeah. so Honestly. do you think is this gonna be more of like a vr thing or like is that where it's heading you think yeah yeah that's the what oculus so, yeah. yeah kind of like vr chat but yeah way different mm-hmm. um it'll produce a lot of a ton of virgins Dude, <laughs> honestly, like people are gonna be like, I got virtually laid last yeah, night. And they're, Speaking and they're gonna that's what it, that's bro. gonna be the new craze. It's not people aren't yeah. even gonna get laid in real life. Yeah. This is what Elon's talking about when he's talking about the birth rate. But this stuff all like, plays into that. I saw that today. He was like, he was like, well, like eventually, uh, like you know, our society so, will crumble. Elon Musk when Fortnite came out, and I'm a Fortnite addict, not anymore, <laughs> recovering, still kind of. When Fortnite came out years ago he goes i want to purchase fortnite and delete it i got to stop these kids from eternal virginity that's what he said dang think about the metaverse bro also i have the og nfts because i bought some skins in fortnite and those i are have gonna, the original and, season and those one are gonna victory convert. umbrella those are gonna convert i do too dude gang gang let's go bro season dude. one boys come on but i that's what he's talking about dude he goes he goes, I got to lead by example. That's why he has like five kids, six kids, Elon Musk. So I watched that interview literally today. No, yeah, honestly, like he, low key. He's he's spot on. If you look at the data on the birth rates, it's, it's going nuts. down worldwide. And you know what? Except in you know what all you know what it also comes down to? I hate the anti and it kind of gets a little political in this side. So whatever audience is listening can prepare. But it's like the whole sustainability and environmental people that are pushing this stuff, they, they are the same people that are saying it, they're the same like university professors that are telling these 19, 20 year old kids that don't know shit. What do you know at 19? I know. Maybe you shouldn't have off. kids. Maybe you shouldn't have kids. Yeah, but you know? they've already had their Idiot. kids. So it's kind of one of those things. But exactly. Also this- <laughs> exactly. But it's those types. And that's what Elon's talking kinda about. Kind of off topic. But also very on topic. Okay. In Texas, liberal men have been getting vasectomies to protest the anti-abortion law there. And if that doesn't deserve like a Darwin Award, it's like, oh, sick. You're taking your genes out of the gene pool. That's cool. I'm fine with that. <laughs> but also think about it like this. If the only people, Is that an actual thing? Yes. Yeah. If the only people not having kids are liberals, then at some point, the only... 
are the next generation of kids is going to be all conservatives because no fucking liberals are well, having maybe. kids. Well, maybe. I mean, people tend to be more liberal when you're young, and then as you get older, you kind of yeah, come into Yeah, once you your... realize how the world works, and you're like, damn, right. you know what a 60% well, tax rate doesn't sound lit. Well, le- I mean... Regardless of of you know liberal or or conservative, I think people are just waking up to like the truth of just like timeless principles. Like there's yeah. certain things that you just the Bible. yeah the Bible. But I I, I guess Heard of it. yeah what I'm trying to say is like there's things that like don't that aren't sustainable like the LGBTQ community like and like the carbon emissions of the top five countries in the world like very unsustainable but i don't know okay anything. i don't know anything I, about I that. hypocritical honestly what it's i was very hypocritical very. Oh, obviously but also i have no idea what the hell you're talking about about people waking up to like timeless things because alvin and i live in los angeles and everyone there is bought into the same dumb shit yeah people would here you, too. would you say that's correct or um, I don't think I've observed it enough. I mean, I only know university students. Fair enough. But we, I mean, at yeah. that point, they're very shallow for the most part. Yeah. So if that stands for anything. Well, that's, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. 19 and 20 year olds, when, when people, when older people, professors are influencing 19 and 20 year olds and telling them you don't want a family or you should think about having kids, raising kids, it takes away a whole essential meaning part of your life anyway. Mm-hmm. And whatever you suppress of what you naturally want, it comes back with a vengeance one day, whether or not, whether or not it turns into anger and you're in the counseling office, that might be what happens. And that is what happens. And so I think when, I don't know, you suppress a desire, there's a godlike desire in everybody's heart. And when you, when you take that away, you fill it in with something. And that's, I mean, we see that nowadays. I mean, we see it all the time. You know what I mean? Did you see? Sorry, I'm trying to. I, I here's my thought process. I was thinking of people filling their god shaped hole with like various things. Demi Lovato oh, she's has crazy. a new uh, documentary series out where she's got like a a ghost hunter and a alien hunter with her, and she's talking to the spirits of ghosts asking them if they've ever seen extraterrestrials. And apparently there's one time where she was like singing to the ghost to eradicate the traumas that they experienced during their lives from um, systemic racism. Like she must've had a complete break from society because like, that's the most retarded thing I've ever heard. He who isolates himself rages against all sound wisdom. That's all I gotta say right there. Yeah, 100%. Who said that? <laughs> it's the Bible. Yeah, it's like Proverbs. I think, so. I think that's Damn. Proverbs. Yeah. Dude, the Proverbs are low key heat, though. You can Book, of wisdom. Book of wisdom. Book of wisdom. People need to read those it. on any. Proverbs is the best self help book there is. The best self help book. That's a tongue twister. No, Self-help actually, book. it's full of like hatred and bigotry, and is like the reason behind like fifteen Shut genocides. Up, 
Uh-huh. And then Following Proverbs is also one of my favorite books, Ecclesiastic, but it's depressing as hell. Dude, Ecclesiastes is depressing as hell. It's like the Lana Del Rey of the Bible. <laughs> it's just like, like, okay. <laughs> yeah, but Alvin. I, I've actually been studying Ecclesiastes. We talked about, did we yeah. talk about this? It's a banger. It's a sleeper. So, actually, I'm thinking about for my first tattoo, getting the Hebrew word for vanity. Ooh. Which wait, is like Hebel. Hebel, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, on your like, forehead? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, he's yeah. getting Post a third eye on his Post forehead. Post right here. But he, Bill. <laughs> but it's but like, backwards. Yeah, but so it, it has such like a deep oh, meaning facts. behind it. And it's like, it's... Oh, yeah. Dude. But yes, very depressing, but at the same time, yes. it depends how you look at it. That's my favorite. No, kind of 100%. So. I, I mean, from like a bird's eye view, when I read it the first time, I was yeah. like, dang, this is like dark arts. You know what I mean? And But you dive into it, and like you have to watch, like I, I'm retarded, so I... I hop on, so I hop on I hop on YouTube right and I and I like and why I like did you say that why did you say I'm retarded because I am you, you know that dude I we've talked about this you're not retarded bro dude dude I, I beat names. down syndrome bro I had it as a kid <laughs> there was a rumor in my hometown of Anchorage Alaska so that I had down syndrome and I beat it dude sometimes this Do you guy know where Wasilla is that Wasilla? Yeah. yeah. We have like listeners in Wasilla. Bro. That's awesome. So people so, probably know you. You can't. But um, <laughs> anyways. <laughs> Democracy is rule of but I the beat people. It. For you beat the it. people. I beat it. You can beat down syndrome. Even a retard can do it. You can beat down syndrome. Hot take. Are retarded. Hot take. Hot take. So that's why I said that. When you said that, I'm like, dude. Cut me some slack yeah. here. That's gonna, that's gonna be the title of the podcast. You can beat Down syndrome. <laughs> oh you can. You can. Oh, actually, no. He hasn't fully beat it. We're gonna have a GoFundMe. That sounds really violent. You it can does. beat Down syndrome. That's fair. You can. Uh, you kind of like just have someone like. No, it's like pray the gateway just, camp. You just literally beat the shit oh, out of them until you beat the down away. right out. You beat you beat the down right out. You feel this up. Have you guys, I have up syndrome. Have you guys seen those Bet, TikToks? That explains um, it, bro. Those those TikToks have like. The people that have like a Down syndrome, like brother or something, oh, and then they look at him and it's like me checking to see if he's been faking for the past twenty five years. <laughs> so what I, was I saying? I don't know. The we were talking about Ecclesiastes. Yeah. But, anyways, well, that was a okay. Actually, but wait, wait, Ecclesiastes, depending on so there's a, on TikTok. Can I? Sorry, I just before we go back to like actually God stuff. I yeah. Wanna, there is a really weird juxtaposition on TikTok of people virtue signaling and then also people who are just like as un-PC as hell. And it's crazy because my TikTok is com- like on my feed or whatever like that I get on my I FYP. I deleted it because I realized... No social media for your boy. It was made in China. They shipped it over here. And then yep. after Americans got addicted to it, they, they ch- Chinese deleted can't, it can't in China. It. So that to me sounds like they're trying to basically render an entire generation yeah. inept. But Fine beyond me, that, dog. what I was going to say is it's really <laughs> interesting. Yeah, like, <laughs> get off TikTok. It's so dumb. I don't know. My, Bro, that's actually part of the you. reason I broke up with my ex-girlfriend is she used to sit on TikTok for like five, six hours a day. Dude, I, I, uh, there's, there, it, that's dumb. In the, in our industry, right? In the creative industry. There's a lot of pressure to be on TikTok. Yeah, oh, because yeah. it's like you have to and keep up I with trends. Actually, I actually think that it's the kryptonite of art. And the reason why I say that is because it's all uh, consumerism. When art, like 
when you're creating something just for the sake of creating, uh, it's not to be just consumed. It's, it's literally to, you know, express something deep and to, um, you know, you want to take your time on it and take your time watching it. Like for me, it's like personally, so I'm in the film industry. I don't want to just make these like little bite sized consumable pieces of content. Like I want to make like long form stuff. I'm super bullish on YouTube. Mm. Um, my first film is coming out. I was second assistant director, so it's not my first film, yeah, if yeah. you will. But it's yeah. coming out on Shutter at the end of the month, I think. So you should check it out. Come on, baby. Awesome. Um, no, actually, though, you should come out to L.A. And because I've got a couple shorter f- form projects that I want to get done. Yeah. But also, like, they're, you know, substantive. It's not just some, like... Pixar short, you know. Is it OnlyFans? That's the only reason why I'll go down to LA. Um, yeah, actually, I'm trying to get my uh, career up. I mm. I realize like I'm hot enough that I don't actually have to work or be smart. I can just post photos of myself nude and make money off of simpy people. But speaking mm. of simpy people, dude, you know the average person on OnlyFans makes like on average a hundred dollars a year. So you know, think about how many women are selling. Their dignity for a hundred dollars a year, less than ten bucks a month. You know what's so yeah. great Only about fans that? Could quite possibly be the mark of the beast. You but. know what's so great about that too? By the way, sell that's your an soul. interesting theory. Sell your soul. Um, the greatest thing about that—that that is, is selling your soul. By the way, is um, we're actually taking the porn industry and putting it into social media and normalizing it as like a well. Did, it's like I can go see my like friends naked if I want. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that kind of cool? Dude, it is sick because like I used to have to, if I wanted to see a girl that I like nude, I used to have to ask her to send nudes. Now I can just lob her (laughs) three bucks a month. Dude. Premium plan. Yes. Getting free nudes. But also, did you see um, Billy Eilish? I feel like Alvin has something to say. Okay. We we still got to come back to Justin's thing on Ecclesiastes. Oh, we will. For sure. But also, this is what makes it great is that we're bouncing around. Um, but speaking of bouncing around, yeah, Billie Eilish, yeah, like speaking had an interview where she around. just completely lambasted the porn industry, and like people were freaking out about it. It's amazing to me how many women will try to defend the porn industry. Wait, did you say lambasting? Like she was saying it's horrible. Oh she yeah, was getting oh. so much shit. For yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going to look up that word really quick. It's just, it's amazing to me that feminism has gone to the extent that women are like, it's empowering to sell my body for $3 online. I I feel like it's like counterproductive to like the mission. Like, I don't, I don't see, I don't see how that's benefiting the, (laughs) the, um, third wave, third wave feminism. Well, it's not beneficial. It's honestly, this is going to, I think it's literally like, in a way, feminism in the third wave has basically devolved to women becoming exactly what men before first wave feminism wanted them to be. Just dumb bimbos who are sexual objects. So to go back to the word lambast. Yeah. Uh, to anybody in the audience who doesn't know, I just looked it up on Google. It's spelled L-A-M-B-A-S-T-E. Um, it's a verb. It means to criticize harshly. So anybody like me who is listening to uh, Ben and couldn't really understand what he was saying, 
Uh, that's what that means. Yeah, for those of you who didn't know, Ben actually is, is short for Ben Shapiro. And uh, let me just say, uh, <laughs> Billie Eilish was lambasting the porn industry. And uh, it really is just an absolute... It, it confuddles me that women are defending the porn industry because it essentially, um, you know simplifies a woman down from a beautiful creature of God you need to talk into faster. a sexual you, object. Okay, you, wait, I can turn it up. Wait, you need to on. talk faster. What? <laughs> when you look at Biden's whole um, handling of the COVID situation, he was saying that the first thing he would do, day one, he said in a tweet, day one, he would have a new solution for COVID. Here we are, nine months in, and what does he say the solution is? The same one that he gave flack to Trump for saying which is we're gonna let them handle it at the state level that's a little bit of a uh oopsie biden 100 <laughs> percent. he bad. is really a uh well-versed individual though like he talks yeah. so quick holy shit he like, thinks super quick on his feet but he knows what he's talking about yeah. no he yeah. does what do you think he's on constantly adderall a oh, lot of it. And sure. also, like, mild, definitely, like, Asperger's. Yeah. Asperger's and Adderall. So he eats Asperger's <laughs> and Damn. takes Adderall. Mm -hmm. Nice. Oh, yeah. Okay, so... Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm starting to think the smartest people are retarded. Like I was me. born from no, Asperger's. No, Asperger's... This is a straight fact, dude. It's obvious. It's obvious. You no, don't, see, you don't obvious. Must. I, I told you, I'm, I'm, on, I'm actually on the spectrum. Like I'm, I'm high functioning. He's got a little like, if you see him at night, he kind of goes. <laughs> that and he has that, he has that twitch. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not like the other day at church, you just said, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. That's terrible. He's, no. like, he's like, he's like, he's like, he's like, it's fucking good pastor. It's actually a lot more nebulous than that. I, I, I tend to do things like. <laughs> <laughs> They're not my walls. They're not my walls. They're not my walls. They're oh, not what's my that, walls. What's that, Kim Peel? No, no, no. no. <laughs> what's that, Kim Peel? What's that? What's that, Kim Peel? He goes. She want that good D. She wants that good D. You want that D. You want that D. Yeah. That's funny. Damn. So back to Ecclesiastes. It's a little spendy. Yeah, back to Ecclesiastes. Yeah, yeah. Alvin, take it. it away. No, no, no. Dude, what, what are you, what are you all reading? You, bro? I'm not oh. saying anything. I was waiting for you. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, well, I actually want to... W-I-B-A-T-P-M-A-W-C-F-M-R-N-P. Hey, do you know sign language? That was a lot of letters. Oh, my... I learned how to turn any sentence into acronyms, like, immediately. That's impressive. You must be on the spectrum, because that is a skill, bro. Ouch. C-A-T-A-S-B. I'm <laughs> dyslexic, so I can't understand a word you just said. <laughs> I see you, A W Y J S. No, 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 sorry. I'm N N N S I. I W N N Y. I was just T repeating what you said. D M D D. See, I can't understand the acronyms, but I can turn whatever you say into an acronym. Like, okay, well, just to clear. I, yeah. Oh, look at this. Okay. It's totally irrelevant. No, that's impressive. ADHD. I, I don't. I don't know how you. Do Honestly, that. I think. H or Justin, are you ADHD J too? A Y ADHD T. Um, I've been diagnosed. They want to put. They want to put me on pills. I've never taken them. The. What are you saying? I'm saying what you're saying, but in acronyms. You know how counterproductive that is. You're just ruining all the audio, bro. Holy damn! It's like ear cancer, dog. Wait, actually, what's your what's your astral sign? 
Stop. I'm a Sagittarius. I'm Sagittarius. I'm a Sag Let's too. Let's go. Wait, when's your birthday? December 20th, 1990. Yeah, but I share a birthday. Oh, yeah. My yeah, birthday. like actually one year apart, right? This is the 18th. Mine's the 18th. Let's yeah. go. December Bro, babies. Wait. Can we? We're okay, you and I did a trip. We're Sages. No. Why don't we all three do a trip? I was talking with... And When's your birthday? May second. You're not uh, welcome. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what does that make you, Leo? I'm a, I'm a Taurus. A Taurus? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Alvin's a Taurus. Yeah. What? What? Nah, fuck the Tari, bro. I love what Alvin brings. No, he really does bring. Dude, I love the old video games Atari. Uh, okay. Those are the best. Dude, honestly, I was thinking the same thing. You're definitely ADHD, but I was talking with, uh, uh, yes. What? Yep. You know last language night, too? Yep. What the heck? I was talking with him last I'm night out. and uh at the bar and I was saying that we should get a trip together and all go to Japan and Seoul. It's my homeland. Oh, Absolutely. Could you imagine, dude? Hard Japan? fits, hard dicks, and boys on the streets taking hard picks. Dang. My, my heart I feel like you've said that before. Never said that. You've I never just said, said that. That, made that was up. off the cuff? That was right off the dome, bro. Put dude, me in a cage up. with Eminem. Right, I will ready? tear that guy a new ass. I'm going to throw down a beat right now. Ready? Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How are we doing on the audio? I got it. All right. It's like, it sounds for a it, <laughs> this is gonna suck because I'm too white. But speaking of white, I always had to fight. I don't know why people said that I never had to struggle for anything. But yo, you see your boy here with the bling. I got a big cock ring on my dick. I'll take your girl to quit. I'll fuck her in the. No, I'm sorry. I'm stopping there. I'm stopping there. No, no, no. We're good. Cut that beat off. Cut it off. We'll oh, cut shit. that out of the. Uh... That's good. That's good. No, I, I don't even know if that could count. <laughs> yeah, that could actually be the intro clip. It's pretty fire. We have a fire, fire opening song made to us by... Okay, I'm going to read something. Prod by Scott. Fuck. Dun, 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 dun. This really is the ADD podcast. Yeah, <laughs> ADHD, actually. Is this about a class? What's the difference? Anybody know? I don't know what the this difference is. This is Ecclesiastes 7. ADHD oh. has yeah. hyperactivity associated with it. Can we, ADD me can we mute Ben Shapiro over here? <laughs> Oh my god, <laughs> shut up and read the Bible. This is Ecclesiastes 7. A good name is better than fine perfume, and the day of death better than the day of birth. It is better to go to a house of mourning than to go to a house of feasting, for death is the destiny of every man. The living should take this to heart. I never understood that verse. I'm not going to lie. I love the part where it talks cry. about death better than the day of birth. Stuff. Think about, think. So what were you doing before you were born? Dude, and listen to Lana Del Rey on the like cuddle on the floor, put on some Lana Del Rey, light some candles, cut ourselves. Sound like a good combo. Wow. You guys you guys were the OG's cut for Bieber, weren't you? We'll, we'll call it our, our cuddle. Oh shit. Also, um, Where's the siren? No, I'm just kidding. I'm I'm reaching. There it goes. That was like uh Leonardo uh no no no. Well I'm glad I read that verse. That was like I, uh, you know I'm glad I am glad I'm God and man contributing reaching to each other. Uh, on the Sistine Chapel. Yeah. You, you have something else, Justin? Or Justin always has something. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm reading about death <laughs> in the yeah. Bible. Well, I don't get how the day of mourning can be better than the day of feasting. 
Dude, I Dude, don't know about so, you. A day sitting around driving down highways, driving too fast, listening to depressing sad boy music is the vibe. That's not Can I can I just say I uh I mean I don't need to like say much about this, but like this li- verse literally I've learned how to love yeah misery. I love sadness. Yeah. It's like I think honestly this probably is not a good thing, but yeah. I I've been struggling over the last couple of years because like I numbed myself a lot during my last relationship because it was extremely emotionally abusive. So yeah. the only emotion that I know I feel is sadness. It's the realest one. Well, also, yeah, that's another thing. I think well, the purest emotion is sadness because love can have extenuating circumstances. Joy can have, ex- but like sadness is pure. Yeah. Mm. Uh, one thing that is like a conviction of mine is, um, just a really big conviction is to always remain grateful. And, uh, I practice gratitude every day, like at a level where it's like, uh, literally like there's been times where I've been like crying, like Mm -hmm. thanking God for the rice that I have. Like, and that's like all I have. That's how I beat depression. It was the only thing that helped is like finding small things to be happy about. Because if you look at the big things, there's always something imperfect about it, but there's perfection in small things. And if you can learn that, bro, that builds a backbone in you that will never be moved. James one, it says, uh, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith will produce patience, patience having its perfect work in you, that you, you might be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. Yeah. And that last part Dang. where it says lacking nothing, I think is a perception thing um, where it's like, dude, right now, um, I, I just, someone just like gave me a car like two weeks ago. Oh, Because I didn't have a car for like a year and a half. And, um, I came to the point where like, cause not having a car just like gets annoying. Like, well, especially, and especially with the, you know, friends that like live at way out in the boonies. Like, you know, I mean, you live out here in Eagle. I live in downtown Boise. This is not the boonies. This is like the hills. (laughs) I'm just saying it's a drive. Like I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to ride my road bike all the way out here. Yeah. 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 But I guess what I'm trying to say is like when you learn how to literally enjoy trial. Yeah. It teaches you how to like endure the craziest ish. I think. And the Bible never talks about, I mean, it does, but it, it doesn't talk about the word happiness. It talks about joy. And Which you'll, is not even comparable. And you'll never know what joy actually feels like if you don't go through things, if you don't go through trials. If if every day was just mundane and the same, we wouldn't we wouldn't experience those highs and lows like yeah. that. Yeah. You have to go to the low place to feel the high place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And you know, I think for everybody, at least in culture nowadays, everybody treats happiness. Happiness is such a short term, immediate thing. It's like yeah. I get a cheeseburger yeah. and I'm happy. You actually like get a little minutes. dopamine from like a little eating a dumbass. I do have a different take on happiness, but I'm oh, share, really sure. I want to know. No, okay. I actually don't. Like, shut the fuck. <laughs> up. Okay, yeah, yeah, I'm kidding, yeah. bro. <laughs> totally, bring it. I can get out of here. Bro. <laughs> oh, he walked out. It's oh. a good thing someone bought him a car so we could leave. <laughs> oh, he's actually gone. Hey, don't actually leave. <laughs> don't actually leave. Come That's back. Well, um. <clears throat> Uh, okay, good. I was about to lose my boner. Well, something kind of interesting about happiness and sadness in the Bible as well is that like Ecclesiastes, well, I guess it's not, it's 
one of the main sources when it comes to exploring the negative emotions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, but I guess there is like the verse in Matthew, I believe like the Beatitudes when it's like, blessed mm. are those who mourn. Mm. Or there's, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, but it's like not common. I feel like. My be, favorite Psalms are the ones well, where the per- people writing it are miserable. True. That's yeah. Psalm yeah. 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 And we, that's, that's like the most accessible ones is because I've been depressed yeah. for like 10 years and it's probably not going to change, but I've found joy in spite of that. Yeah. Mm. Like, I have joy. I'm not necessarily happy most of the time, but I have no. joy, which yeah. is better. Yeah. Because yeah. now, like what you were saying, every time shit hits the fan, I'm like, I, I guess it's time for me to grow again. Yeah. What yeah. am I learning? Dude, this it's, time? it's so exciting. Yeah. Um, and actually on my trip with, this was just Justin, like, a, you mean? that's what I said. I yeah. just mispronounced it. Yeah, yeah. Say, um, say it one more time. On my trip with Justin uh, to Portland, <clears throat> there were some things that happened on the trip that were like, could be really frustrating and I could have easily been like down. But like, I think this whole concept of like enjoying the suffering mm. over the years has taught me to genuinely like actually genuinely take joy in that trial. Yeah. And I remember on this trip, I realized I was like, dude, this isn't like who I was. Um, <clears throat> but it's like who I'm becoming and who I am right now is like someone who genuinely like enjoys when there's a fucking curveball. you know, excuse yeah. my language. Um, but then like, what's funny is that it kind of flip flopped where it was like something didn't work in my favor when we're on this trip. And yeah. then, uh, you know, Justin had a, had a good time. Um, and I remember just feeling like this genuine, like expression of like excitement for him, Mm. even though like, I don't need to go into details, but basically this trip was just like, it didn't end up being like what we thought it was, but like, it was so good. And it reminded me that like, uh, when things don't go the way I imagine, I can still celebrate the people around me yeah. when it goes better than they imagine. What were you going to meet you know? a girl? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Can tell. Well, yeah. That's what I've you been should about. come out to LA. No, you don't want LA girls. No, no, I'm not <laughs> saying for the girls. I'm saying we will. We'll make a movie, dude. Let's get a vlog going. When you yeah. say when you say going. come out to LA, we'll make a movie. It sounds like something completely different. Okay. No. That, <laughs> oh, fair enough. Yeah, I can see that. Did you know I was bald? Until I did. Okay. Okay. You want to know why? Can I make why? myself a smoothie? I told to my be mom. a wifey, make a move. I was like, yeah, <laughs> coming over. She's like, oh, is he? He's the guy who's bald, right? And I was like, who said that? Your mom? Yeah, <laughs> I think. That is so funny. You're known as the bald no, guy. No, dude, you're hot as fuck, though. I don't. That girl was tripping. Oh, no, for sure. Dumb, I'm, hey, I'm so confident. This goes out to the girl in fucking Portland. Go, go away. <laughs> you don't deserve it. Well, send her this podcast. Well, like, here's here's what happened, yeah. is so I've I've known her family since I was a kid, and yeah. I've had a crush on her since I was since like you know for like well past like eight years. Yeah, and um, Damn, we've been talking the last like three years, and then finally I went and visited her and like told her, and she's like, you know, I'm still going through this breakup with this guy, and she told me about him, and I'm like, sounds like a douchebag, and I'm like, all right, well, I told you exactly how I feel. You're still like getting over this guy. I'm just gonna like. Do you think it was letting you down easier? Do you think there's actually a chance there? Um, 
I don't think about it anymore. That's good. Like, Fair like enough. I'm not even going to answer that question because I think it's absolutely irrelevant. Mm. That's um, what I like to hear, bro. No simp September, dude, for the rest of life, dude. Dude, dude, I mean, you heard you heard my reaction right after she yeah yeah she canceled the date. Yeah, I was just like, no. She stood you up straight up, bro. Like three hours before the date. That's actually how I became best friends with one of my best friends. So, my girlfriend broke up with me, and uh-huh. I had a date scheduled with her that Friday. He got stood up by a girl that morning, and he and I didn't know each other like well at all, and he was like. Yo, I still have this reservation to this Italian joint. You want to just go chop it up as homies? <laughs> and like, we both got fucked. So, <laughs> and it That's what's up. ended up being the start of a pretty damn good friendship. So. <laughs> I love that. But literally, it was the breakup was so fresh at yeah. that time that like every like periodically like every twenty minutes, I'd just be fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Dude, you know what's so crazy about that though is so she. Canceled the date like three hours before the date. That's so scummy. Although it would have been bad if it was like date time. Totally. But I got a call from the restaurant like within an hour mm-hmm. and they said that they literally shut the restaurant down that evening because there was an in-house emergency. Isn't Omicron that? breakout. Right. <laughs> literally. Isn't that and, you know, and you know, Portland, it's like that visiting communist China out sneezed. there. Yeah, I, yes. I finally know what it's like to go to a communist country. It's crazy. Dude, you just got to go insane. six hours away from here. <laughs> I don't know why you'd ever want to live in Portland. No. Dude, it's, like, you have to have your head shoved so dude, far. Dude, I got to say, though. That that's a good place. To I live. have to say. And since we're on the topic of dating, let's just open it up a little bit. Yeah, facts. Okay. So, um, dared me to go on a dating app. You mean Hinge. Charles? Uh, sure. Oh, dude. Hinge is bad. Like, it's all whales. No, but hold on. Hold on. Okay. Not... Really? Like Not really. Fat? Yeah, and I don't know about <laughs> you, but in LA, they're all like <laughs> butt ugly on Hinge. Dude, you're freaking kidding. All dude, I've met some absolute dimes on Hinge. Dude, but anyway, the, all the hot girls are on Tinder, aka all they want is like one night stand. Well, yeah. The mid girls are all on like Bumble, and then so the did I tell you? Ugly ones I'm, are on Hinge. I'm I'm a band. Maybe that's an LA thing. I'm I banned on Tinder. I'm why, banned. Why? Just because he's I got, set up like a. I, I set up a, a meme. I set up a meme account as Shrek. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, get out, me swamp. And I was like a fucking savage. So anyway, dude, anyway, low we can blurt out that cuss word. Injured, but I was a savage. Injured way too many bitches, pussies. And I and I. Or up here, that pussy. No, but. Uh, Tinder, Tinder. I tried to get it when we were in Portland, just because it's fun to do that when you're in another city. No, when city. you're traveling, you kind of want to see what every city has. To exactly, offer. exactly. So, and then I find out I'm banned, and my only Tinder account was a Shrek account. Do you remember back in the day when like, you and I were reselling everything on Grailed? Yes. As a joke, I put a jewel up on my Grailed. <laughs> I'm not even joking. I put it up as a joke. And he had a supreme sticker. Had a supreme sticker on the jewel. <laughs> on the I'm jewel. not even kidding. It was right after California had made the age for buying nicotine like 21. I closed my phone and now we're playing zombies. We played one match. I had 50 offers, 35 comments, all these kids asking like, if you throw in pods, I'll pay double. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I, I'm like, we just hit a market. I, I've never. Did you sell it? 
No, because because uh, it, you're it's, addicted. It's, yeah. Well, no, because <laughs> I, you were no, I I had three jewels at the time, so it wasn't even a problem. But the issue was, is I knew for a fact you weren't allowed to sell yeah, shit like bad. that on Grid. Yeah, that would have been, been bad. bad. So That's like they would they wouldn't have they, they probably would have canceled your account. They take they took down the post. They did, yeah. But it was just so funny to me. It's so funny. It's like let's go back. Way. Let's go back to dating really quick. though. Oh yeah. yeah. No. So, uh, your dude whales. On in LA on Hinge, bro. I couldn't even believe it. Like those Pacific Northwest cities are shit when it comes to women. Like I had They're Hinge, all like purple hair. I had Hinge when I was in faced. Seattle. It's like purple haired, you know, like zit faced, like zit look faced, like they want to kill all men and a a cap feminist, like the worst types of women. We went to Portland. There was some dime Ooh, pieces on there. I dime pieces, bro. dude. I couldn't believe it. I'm now on. I'm going to Austin at the end of the month. And so I've already started to like hit up some girls in Austin and everything. So I have a date when I'm in Austin. Oh, for real? <laughs> yeah. And so with not just all with of this... us are as hot as Justin, by the way. Wanna, just in case yeah, anyone yeah. didn't. You want a clock? Yeah, that would be great. I know. Bro. I know that he. Uh, and you so know, doesn't have the voice for radio. He does have no. a high voice, but it's kind of cute. Makes me. Do wonder. I have a high voice? Fuck, dude. I you have a Justin Timberlake voice. No, dude, like straight up and kind of a Justin Timberlake vibe going on right now. Oh, no. With the he, hair he, and everything. He gets called Justin Timberlake all the time. And it's funny because you're, wait, your middle name is not Justin, is it? It is. Yeah. My dad's name. And no, 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 legit I, looks like Justin But Timberlake. you look like Justin Timberlake. Your name's Justin. Like, I know. When I go downtown, that's what women say. Damn, you should just start introducing so, yourself as Justin. Well, I want to get I want to get this point dude, across. Justin gets the ladies. No, no dude. dude. When we're, when we're down it's, there, bro, it's shitty because he's the worst wingman. Because like, if I'd be target acquired, it'd be like I'd turn around and he's making out with that bitch. You know what I mean? No disrespect, but I'm saying like, dude, put bro, me you next gotta to turn you. up your game a little bit, bro. Dude, honestly, I'm Come not gonna on. lie, my wings were clipped by my ex. It was like I even the fact that I'm like a do you happy want me to come over there and give you a hug? We can talk through the same mic if you want. No, dude, so, I'm good. I'm not like I'm not even fucking worried. So about some it. of the it's girls just... in Austin don't even compare to the ones in Portland. Now there's some dude. Texas girls are cute though. They dude they are. They got. But thick I don't know what it was. I was like bareback. Portland's a sleeper, and I don't want Portland girls because they're all, they all tend to be liberal feminists. But some of them aren't. Some of them and aren't. The ones that aren't, I feel like are. That's even why harder. I always. Do you remember some of the girls I showed you yes. on there? They were like, dude, dude. They were like tens. I mean, like at least according to the pictures, you can. Do yeah, you can alter dude, photos. I'm not gonna lie, dude. Photos is so scary, bro. Like, first it of all, is. makeup itself. There are some girls where I'm like, you're a solid ten, no doubt. And then like. You meet up. And That's it's why like, my first date a, plan is going to a pool a and then eating tacos. Wedding cake. On I've gotten face. I've gotten catfished on Hinge. It's oh dude. I have a, I have a funny Hinge story. Apple pie just all over their face. I I don't want your apple pie, no mama. I um. <laughs> dude, I I've had a couple buddies in the last like few months get catfished like really bad by like gay like, black actually? men. Oh my god. Like Wait, trans? did they let him like No, trans not even trans. Or? I'm saying like they weren't even the person in the photos. I've had <laughs> I I think two friends in the did last they go two all the months. Way? No. Oh. It was like they never wanted to meet up. They never wanted to meet up. Holy fuck. You know, because that's the secret, you know? So it's just keep dragging the carrot along the road or whatever. Carrot is in the like dragon a on carrot the carrot top. on the road? No, 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 no,
Dude, she's different. She's, Opinions she's on bad. redheads, though, because like I have a buddy who says don't go near a redhead. Dude, ever. I'm not a huge redhead guy, but there's a very few that like hit the spot, and with the spot they hit the G spot. Like the girl that so I so they're you. fucking you in your ass because the male's G spot is in your one, ass. This one, this sh- one, I showed you this one, right? <laughs> the one that that I dated a few years back. Bruh. Yeah, she's yeah. I'm a tit guy. <laughs> <laughs> she bad. Pretty nice. She bad. But no, I had probably like a three year span where it was like just redheads. And I'm not like a redhead guy. Like, like I'm not into redheads. Honestly, the girl we were talking about earlier, though, I feel like low key honorary redhead. Wait. Yes. What, what do you mean? Honorary. The one. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Honorary redhead. That's weird. Okay, can I show you the one that I'm talking to right now? That I'm, I'm just going as lost as you, bro. The fuck, bro. My I, best friend's sister. Let me. Does he know? Does let he me know say. Her? No. Let me say something sh- about redheads. There's a statistic out there that the the redheaded girls are twice as likely in a marriage proposed cheating. Second place is blondes, third is brunettes. Damn, so that's literally like all my list. Yeah, done. I, I like <laughs> it. My level is like blondes. If it's a freckled redhead, it's game fucking over, dude. Freckled redheads are the Can cutest. Can I scroll? Um, I'm not on Instagram. Also, I'm not on any social media. While I got so I some boys who are well versed, I think it's kind of cute. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could she blind her in like the it. other she eye. Like <laughs> dude, lazy eye is a kind of hard one to recover from. Yeah, you're like you're like, hey, what's up there, girl? If you're even I've looking at me, you're like, oh, this oh. podcast. How long is this podcast up for? Forever? Yeah. You're like, are you even looking at me? Well, but dude, we where's she at with the names. swings and everything? Hey, um, I I want to drop something by you men, right? Okay, so there's this girl, redhead, um, who got out of a really toxic relationship about the same time I got out of my toxic relationship, right? So we linked like we linked a couple times for coffee. Oh my god, he's laughing. Dude, your whole head is turning red right now. Dude, holy fuck. You're matching your sweater. I'm trying to look at this chick, but she's not looking at me. Oh my if god, you know what I mean. Bro. bro, it's too bad. If you know what I mean. Is it that bad? She's like, she's like, hey, and one's like down here, and one's <laughs> looking at you. Hey, my eyes are up here. I texted him yesterday a picture of her face. Oh and god. I was just like, when I sent it to him, I was just I was laughing so hard. I was like, I have to get this. <laughs> She's in Tucson. Tucson's like the greatest place. She can't ever find this podcast. Can you cut this part of the podcast? That looks good. No, she definitely I mean, edited we'll her eye in that things, photo. but okay, never mind. How many la- you you know forty or fifty lazy eyed girls? No one knows which ones you're talking about. Don't worry about it. Also, I've never met a lazy eyed dude. I've met a couple lazy eyed girls. Like, is that a genetic I've, thing tied I've to the seen XX? A, I've seen a lazy eyed. Here's here's the thing. If really, yeah, damn, that sucks. For if him. she's attractive, she loves the Lord. She gouge out the eye and get a fake one. Like at least that one. Or get for surgery you. and have it. That's got to be something you There's can fix. There's got to be something, bro. Yeah, but I'm you thinking know, about getting LASIK. I'm tired of fucking. Yeah, I was contacts. gonna say you're like the way your eyes work is kind of weird too. What the fuck do you mean by it's that? It's hard to make eye contact with you. 
That's just because I'm so hot, bro. I know. The hell? But anyway, so I was saying, (laughs) there was this girl, we linked for coffee once, we talked for like four hours, it was great conversation the whole time. Um, And then I tried to like hit her up a couple more times, but I'm, I'm going to write this up as it was final season. So she was busy. She graduated literally, or maybe she graduates next semester. I don't actually know, but anyway, didn't hit me up at all. Like would turn, always had some excuse why like we couldn't hang out. And then since I've got back, she lives in LA and she also lives here. So she's hit me up like six times. Every time she goes down to the bar, she invites me. And I'm like, it's weird to me that like suddenly there's like any thought of me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, is yeah. that an indicator? Am I dumb? You know what I mean? Because I'm a second guesser and an overthinker. Like, I don't know what yeah. that means anything. Uh, I think I think the moment that you start to put a prospect over your purpose, you've lost. Explain sight. that. So when you have a girl that's like a prospect, like someone that like, for lack of better word, you're prospecting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that, that word there's is, potential, you yeah. know, decent attraction, smart, whatever. Like as, she hits your boxes. As soon as as soon as that uh, starts to be begin to take up a little bit more of your focus to the point where you're easily let down. Um you have betrayed yourself. I'm not going to lie. I fall on the exact opposite side of the spectrum where like it would take a very sure thing for me to even give a shit. Okay. Cause I'm on, I'm on the same level too. And even with, with uh Portland chick. Yeah. Um, like I, you can't never... say you were on the level of not caring if you're going to. No, no, no. Here's, here's it, what happened. Actually, this is, this is what I was going to say is like, we so we had been like FaceTiming like every six months for like three years, mm. and um, oh, yeah. there was like very mild like interest, uh, at least. But then every once in a while, I'd be like, dude, I just like gotta go see her. But this time, it was like we FaceTimed and something was different, and then like probably within the next month, there was this like feeling of like, wow, that was like different yeah and i started to recognize like like different good or different like good like it was so good and like i started to see connections like with our story and like like this is why god you know put her family in my life so i can like get to her or whatever anyways it was just like there was a lot of like stuff that was in my head and i was overthinking i even like wrote songs about her and like all this stuff it was just like whatever but uh Long story short, even though there was all that emotional hype and anticipation, yeah. when she canceled the date three hours before the actual date, like obviously there's frustration, Justin saw, but I I was like, fuck Abby. Yeah, no. I, my very first response was like, okay. But like after that The more you sat on it, the more you realized you were pissed. It was well, it was yeah. just it was just that evening. It was frustrating. But from then on, I'm like, this is a plus. Like, I won. The reason why I won is because I told her how I felt, and that's it. That's literally, to me, that was like a one obedience to God, Mm -hmm. I felt like, because it was like, I needed to get this out in the open. Now I know exactly who her and I are. Like, 
Mm. We're just friends. Yeah, because honestly, so much of like, this is the kind of boring part, I suppose, about relationships is like, the best part of it is kind of the gray area, the pursuit. You know what I mean? Because that's the most exciting part. And then you either put your cards on the table and you find out that it's not the same or that you both agree and then you date or you don't. And then it's like, oh, cool. There's not really that same mystery because that's the most addicting part of relationships is like the chase. Yep. And she loves the chase, which I hate. And most women do. I don't like, I don't like that. Most women do. Well, they but love it's... the chase until they're 35 and their looks start yeah. to fade and they realize they need something stable. They have a box wine prescription <laughs> <laughs> sent to their house. Well, she, yeah. Um, yeah. I... Also, just to clarify, this is not like an incel podcast. We love women. About? Totally. I'm just kidding. It's just as men, they don't make sense to us sometimes. Yeah. So what I was going to ask you is, do you think there was a genuine interest? And do you think her excuse for canceling was legit? Or do you think it was a cop out because like it was becoming real and that was scary? Again, like even however I respond, like it doesn't really like hold any stake at all. But yeah. like um, I after getting to know her over the years, She's a very straightforward person. Like yeah, she tells so me, she wouldn't bullshit. No, no. Okay. Um, she is but very you, careful with what she shares. So, so like a guarded. Of, but like what she does share, yeah, I do a, trust. Yeah. Okay. The the night when we got there and we hung out that first night with her and all of her friends, we went back to our Airbnb and you were like, it felt weird. It felt weird. You were like, it the, wasn't anything like I expected. You I think that? the reason why I, I've thought about this. I think the reason why is because she had a reality check with me physically there. Hmm. Because Yeah, that's another thing is like when something becomes real, it sometimes for girls, it becomes really scary. Yeah. Yep. Because it's like, oh, shit, this isn't a hypothetical. Like and this what is I, in front of me. Well, and girls her, catch a little bit of feelings, uh, guys too, but women catch feelings and then their walls go up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where guys typically, we catch feelings and we kind of want to move faster. We move a little faster and then it takes like girls kind of time to catch up. Mm. But I think what, to go back to my point about letting your purpose be priority over the prospect Mm -hmm. is um, just to give you an example in the conversation where I told her, like laid all the cards out on the table. uh, I said, one thing I'm going to do is I'm going to make it very easy for you. It's either yes or it's no. Yeah, there's no halfway. There's no in between at all. There's no confusion. Um, yeah, because you're not going to like extend yourself over some like hypothetical. Yeah, over but that's home. not just for her. That's for me. In order for me to be a good anything to somebody... I need to have boundaries. Yeah, you can't live on a prayer and just hope that you're throwing all this energy into something that'll yeah. be worthwhile. And then keep texting her and like calling look, her and seeing, are you over your boyfriend? Or like, look, <laughs> girls are not one in a million; they're one of a million, dude. Like, Damn. like they. That's tough. No, it's true. That's tough. That's the name of the podcast. So look, it's, that is tough. It's true. I mean, it's like. When one goes, another can always enter. 
Yeah. Uh, by the way, you know? I just I just wanted to interrupt this podcast with <laughs> an advertisement for Justin's book that he's coming out with. Um, it's called <laughs> "Women Are One of a Million. Um, this book sponsored is by in a White Claw. <laughs> uh, sponsored by White Claw. I just want to thank all of the listeners here uh, for tuning in because Justin's book is radical. Um, yeah. I wouldn't have been able to It changed have, my sex life It changed my sex life and my erectile dysfunction is gone. Yeah. yeah once I realized that The girl I was with uh, Was one of a million is this podcast Not one of a million stuff? but one It is. Wait Yeah it's called that stuff Let's yeah. go um, Once I, I realized that women were not one of a kind My erectile dysfunction Really just expedited I'm mm. on three Viagra anytime I try to do anything So thank yeah. you Justin You changed yeah. Thank you life. Justin The book actually includes like a coupon for Viagra <laughs> It does yeah from Mexico, it imported. Also, it also has a meter. supply chain issues. You know, we had it also has a meter stick included to measure yourself. Yeah. Um, so, good segue actually, because this segment is actually sponsored by a clothing brand out of the Los Angeles area. Go to www.parabrandsofficial.com, and that is spelled P A. R A brands yeah. official official.com and use the discount code that's tough 15 for $15 off your order. Come on. Yes, sir. We're getting good streetwear out here, boys. to your PBS station from viewers like you.